0: Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Today we're in Genesis chapters 32, 33, and 34. We read, As Jacob started on his way again, Angels of God came to meet him. When Jacob saw them, he exclaimed, This is God's camp. And he named the place Mahanahem. Then Jacob sent messengers ahead to his brother Esau, who was living in the region of Seir in the land of Edom. He told them, Give this message to my master Esau. Humble greetings from your servant Jacob. Until now, I've been living with Uncle Laban. And now I own cattle, donkeys, flocks of sheep and goats, and many servants, both men and women. I have sent these messengers to inform my Lord of my coming, hoping that you'll be friendly to me. After delivering the message, the messengers returned to Jacob and reported, We met your brother Esau, and he is already on his way to meet you with an army of 400 men. Jacob was terrified at the news. He divided his household along with his flocks and herds and camels into two groups. He thought if Esau meets one group and attacks it, perhaps the other group can escape. Then Jacob prayed, O God of my grandfather Abraham and the God of my father Isaac, O Lord, you told me to return to your own land and to your own relatives, and you promised me I will treat you kindly. Not worthy of all the unfailing love and faithfulness that you have shown me, your servant. When I left home and crossed the Jordan River, I owned nothing except a walking stick. Now, my household fills two large camps. O oh, Lord, Please rescue me from the hand of my brother Esau. I'm afraid that he is coming to attack me along with my wives and children. But you promised me I will surely treat you kindly. And I will multiply your descendants until they have become as numerous as the sands along the seashore. Too many to count. Jacob stayed where he was for the night. Then he selected these gifts from his possessions to present to his brother Esau. 200 female goats, 20 male goats, 200 ewes, 20 rams, 30 female camels with their young, 40 cows, 10 bulls, 20 female donkeys, and 10 male donkeys, he divided these animals into herds and assigned each to different servants. And then he told his servants, go ahead of me with the animals, but keep some distance between the herds. He gave these instructions to the men leading the first group. When my brother Esau meets you, He will ask, whose servants are you? Where are you going? Who owns these animals? You must reply, they belong to your servant Jacob. But they are a gift for his master Esau. Look, he is coming right behind us. Jacob gave the same instructions to the second and the third herdsmen to all who followed behind the herds. You must say the same thing to Esau when you meet him. And be sure to say, look, your servant Jacob is right behind us. Jacob thought, I will try to appease him by sending gifts ahead of me. When I see him in person, perhaps he will be friendly to me. So the gifts were sent on ahead while Jacob himself spent the night in the camp. During the night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two servant wives, and his eleven sons and crossed the Jabbok River with them. And after taking them to the other side, he sent over all of his possessions. This left Jacob all alone in the camp. And a man came and wrestled with him until the dawn began to break. When the man saw that he would not win the match, he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of socket. Then the man said, let me go, for the dawn is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. What is your name? the man asked. He replied, Jacob. Your name will no longer be Jacob, the man told him. From now on, you will be called Israel. Because you have fought with God and with men and have won. please tell me your name Jacob said why do you want to know my name the man replied then he blessed Jacob there Jacob named the place Penuel which means face of God for he said I have seen God face to face yet my life has been spared The sun was rising as Jacob left Peniel, and he was limping because of the injury to his hip. Even today, the people of Israel don't eat the tendon near the hip socket because of what had happened that night when the man strained the tendon of Jacob's hip. Then Jacob looked up and saw Esau coming with, four, with his 400 men. So he divided the children among Leah, Rachel, and his two servant wives. He put the servant wives and their children at the front, Leah and her children next, and Jacob and rather Joseph and Rachel last. Then Jacob went on ahead As he approached his brother, he bowed to the ground seven times before him. Then Esau ran to meet him and embraced him, threw his arms around his neck and kissed him, and they both wept. Then Esau looked at the women and the children and asked, Who are these people with you? These are the children God has graciously given me, your servant, Jacob replied. Then the servant wives came forward with their children and bowed before him. Next came Leah and her children, and they bowed before him. And finally, Joseph and Rachel came and forward and bowed before him. And Esau asked, And what were all the flocks and herds that I met as I came? Jacob replied, They are a gift, my lord, to ensure your friendship. My brother, I have plenty, Esau answered. Keep what you have for yourself. But Jacob insisted, No, if I have found favor with you, please accept this gift from me. And what a relief to see your friendly smile. It is like seeing the face of God. Please take this gift I have brought for you. For God has been very gracious to me. I have more than enough. And because Jacob insisted, Esau finally accepted the gift. Well, Esau said, let's be going I will lead the way but Jacob replied you can see my Lord that some of my children are very young and the flocks and the herds have their young too if they're driven too hard even for one day all the animals could die please my Lord go ahead of your servant we will follow slowly at a pace that is comfortable for the livestock For the children. I will meet you at Seir. All right, Esau said. But at least let me assign some of my men to guide and protect you. Jacob responded, That's not necessary. It's enough that you have received me warmly, my Lord. So Esau turned around started back to Seir that same day jacob on the other hand traveled to Succoth. there he built himself a house and made shelters for his livestock and that is why the place is called Succoth, which means shelters later having traveled all the way to paddan aram jacob arrived safely at the town of shechem in this land of Canaan. There he set up camp outside the town. Jacob bought the plot of land where he had camped from the family of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of silver. And there he built an altar and named it El Ohele Israel. One day, Dinah, the daughter of Jacob and Leah, went to visit some of the young women who lived in the area. But when the local prince Shechem, son of Hamor, the Hivite, saw Dinah, he seized her and raped her. But then he fell in love with her and he tried to win her affection with tender words He said to his father Hamor, Get this young girl. I want to marry her. Soon Jacob heard that Shechem had defiled his daughter Dinah. But since his sons were out in the fields herding his livestock, he said nothing until they returned. Hamor, Shechem's father, came to discuss the matter with Jacob. Meanwhile, Jacob's sons, had come in from the field as soon as they had heard what had happened and they were shocked and they were furious that their sister had been raped. Shechem had done a disgraceful thing against Jacob's family, something that should never be done. Hamor tried to speak with Jacob and his sons. My, my son Shechem is truly in love with your daughter he said please let him marry her in fact let's arrange other marriages too you give us your daughters for our sons and we will give our daughters for your sons and you may live among us the land is open to you settle here and trade with us and feel free to buy property in this area Then Shechem himself spoke to Dinah's father and brothers. Please be kind to me and let me marry her, he begged. I'll give you whatever you ask, and no matter what dowry or gift you demand, I will gladly pay it. Just give me the girl as my wife. But since Shechem had defiled their sister Dinah, Jacob's sons responded deceitfully to Shechem and his father, Hamor. They said to them, We couldn't possibly allow this because you're not circumcised. It would be a disgrace for our sister to marry a man like you. But here's a solution. If every man among you will be circumcised like we are, then we will give you our daughters And we'll take your daughters for ourselves. We will live among you and become one people. But if you don't agree to be circumcised, we will take her and be on our way. Hamor and his son Shechem agreed to their proposal. Shechem wasted no time in acting on this request, for he wanted Jacob's daughter desperately. Shechem was a highly respected member of his family. And he went with his father Hamor to present this proposal to the leaders at the town's gate. These men are my friends, they said. Let's invite them to live here among us and trade freely. Look, the land is large enough to hold them. We can take their daughters as wives and let them marry ours. But they will consider staying here and become one people with us only if our men are circumcised just as they are. But if we do this, all their livestock and possessions will eventually be ours. Come, let's agree to their terms and let, the, let them settle here among us. So all the men in the town council agreed with Hamor and Shechem, and every male in the town was circumcised. But three days later, when their wounds were still sore, two of, Sh- of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, who were Dinah's full brothers, took their swords, and they entered the town without opposition. Then they slaughtered every male there, including Hamor and his son Shechem. They killed them with their swords. Then they took Dinah from Shechem from Shechem's house, and returned to their camp. Meanwhile, the rest of Jacob's sons arrived. Finding the men slaughtered, they plundered the town because of their sister had been defiled there. They seized all the flocks and herds and donkeys and everything that they could lay their hands on. Both inside the town and outside in the fields, they looted all the wealth and plundered their houses. They also took all their little children and wives and led them away as captives. Afterward, Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have ruined me. You've made me a stink among all the people of this land, among all the Canaanites and the Perizzites. We are so few that they will join forces and crush us. I will be ruined and my entire household will be wiped out. they retorted angrily. But why should we let our sister be treated like a prostitute? In today's passage, we read about Jacob being renamed by God, Israel. So many times in Scripture, we see that That God renamed somebody for a purpose. Just as the promise had been to Abram, who was renamed Abraham, and the promise had been given to his son Isaac, now the promise would be fulfilled through Jacob, who is now renamed Israel. He would become this great nation. He was a flawed creature. He was a flawed man for sure. But God was going to keep his promise. God was not going to allow Israel and his descendants to be destroyed because he had a plan and he had a purpose. And here Jacob, who was completely Lacking would one day become the name of a nation that would one day bring the Messiah. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day. And we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.